All right, it's 22 minutes to nine. Thank you very much for tuning into the Morning Flavor. It's Monday. And for some, it's back to reality, back to your routine on uh, your grind, whether you're working, running your own business, or whether you're just planning for another academic year. And uh, our first installment for a very productive session of uh, personal mastery kicks off for 2020. And we're joined by uh, our psychologist, life coach, and personal change catalyst, the stunning Tepiso Matenji. Dr. Tepiso Matenji. Good hey, morning. Good morning, family. I'm so happy to be back Aww, in the studio. It's great to have you here. We've happy missed you. We too. have missed you too. You look like such an international you. Uh, yeah, of course she is. She's global. Her area codes are international. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Globe you know, trotter. We, we've been talking about uh, beginning of the year anxieties and, you know, having to plan the year and plan your life. What's your goal this year? In your world, how do you do that? Do you have a, a thing you do at the beginning of every year or do you just roll with it like it's any other month? My year begins on my birthday. So on the 31st of August every year, I take time mm-hmm. off. I go and reflect. I stay alone. It uh, prawns and actually review the year and then figure out what am I doing for the next year. Hmm. And I celebrate for the whole month and then use, use the whole year to restructure my life. So my strategic planning is on my birthday. So New Year, it's like uh, uh, who, it, it's yeah. about reviewing the rest of my network. I guess. In fact, you're halfway through your year if your year technically starts yes. end of August. Yes. Wow. All right. Right. Well, let's talk about something that we hate to look at because sometimes we look in the mirror and that's all we see. Failure. Yeah. Bouncing back from failure and also realistically, what can you deal with and what can you not if that's the case? Whether it's work-wise, whether it's academically or even at a personal level, we always have these plans and then we have things that, you know, stifle us or prevent us from achieving our goals. Sometimes it's ourselves. Yep. And sometimes it's other things that you have absolutely no control over. Mm-hmm. What What is failure in your view? And is it something that you think we are looking at correctly? Um, I think given the, especially last week with the results from mm. the matriculants coming out, mm. a lot of us do not look at it correctly. We see a setback, we see a disappointment, we see a stumbling block, a bump as failure. Mm. And as a result, you go to that point we've just made where it prevents us from rising above it and bouncing back because mm. we see it as a defining moment where I did not achieve what I wanted to, ch- to achieve. My level of uh, uh, power to change it is minimal. I feel helpless. I don't know where to go to find the resources to turn it around but also my mindset is telling me I am not good enough I'm not worthy I will never do it I will never achieve it so all of those things create the space for failure to actually become a cycle that you actually end up replicating through all the different things that you do but the thing is for us to change our mindset firstly we know that it's painful. I saw a lot of people saying, Mara, it's so hard, it's painful. Mm, mm. Yes, it is. It's supposed to be. So the pain is the part that is debilitating that makes a lot of people feel, I can't go on and I can't change it and I feel helpless and therefore it will happen again. Doc, what are some of the things that amplify that feeling of failure? The worst, ne? Uh, b- besides people telling you and, and, mm. and, and making it, uh, rubbing your, fo- your face in it, it is your own internal bully. Mm. A lot of us have got internal bullies mm. who are so vociferous. They are so loud, telling us, Ostaela, you know, you should have done this, mm. you could have done that. Why didn't you look at so and so? And that voice is so, so, so loud, and it's mm. very difficult mm. to overcome that internal bully. And for a lot of us, that's part of what makes it hard to deal with the pain because of that voice is so loud and it amplifies the pain as well. It it makes it look like you will never, you'll never get out of that pit, and it makes you dig even further into that hole of pain. 
Let's take some calls. 089-110-3377. We'd love to hear your experiences because really it is about looking into your world and looking into yourself and, and going through the process. I suppose maybe um, just sharing some of your stories with us can uh, help you uh, go in whatever direction you're hoping to go through. So indeed, 089-110-3377. Dr. Tepiso Matenji joins us live in studio. Now, one of the biggest things about dealing with, well, I would imagine handling certain scenarios is the way you manage it. Yes. Now, often we feel that we shouldn't fail. Um, that's not going to happen. That's a pipe dream. Mm. You will fail. Whether you fail at cooking pap or you fail at <laughs> brying that meat or mm. getting into that outfit, that size that you wanted. Failure is an inevitable part of life. But the thing is how you define it, how you view it and what actually you learn from it and you develop the strategies to cope with it and bounce back is actually ma- what makes failure a wonderful learning opportunity for you. Because we are looking at mastering ourselves and being the best version of ourselves, understand that it is fertile ground for you to learn new ways of strategizing how to be a better version of yourself. So it becomes a necessary part of growing. Now, the first one of the strategies that I want to talk about is it is absolutely essential that you learn how to externalize in a healthy way. And I say that because when you are failing or when you failed, it hurts like hell. Mm. A lot of us want to keep it in. You want to bottle it in. You want to keep up a brave face. You want to avoid people. You want to do it in such a way that ah, it doesn't look like it has faced me. The point is that it has. You know it has. Mm. The internal bullying you has told you. So find healthy ways of externalizing it, whether it is talking to a friend, crying about it, um, doing things that actually allow you to release that tension and that pain and find new ways, you know, to just reduce the cup because it's overflowing. And then you get a sense of a new perspective once you've actually externalized it. So if you're doing things that are unhealthy, you will find that you're caught in that cycle where you're not able to break out of that failure uh, mode because time and again, you keep repeating more mistakes that are digging you even further into the well. All right, we'll take some calls shortly. I see the lines are already busy and uh, we'll get a couple of people on the line. Yeah, let's have an open one here and uh, let's also share, uh, reflect. And uh, even if there are positive stories that you'd like to share, mm. we want to hear about those as well. It was Hello Day this past Saturday. It's a day where Hollard inspires all South Africans to say hello to each other. I mean, it's a new year. There's new opportunities for us to be more friendly, more kind, and more open with the people around us. In fact, saying hello to someone can have a big impact. So what can the power of hello do for you in 2020? Check out Hollard or HelloHollard.com to share your hello with the world. Hollard believes that our better future starts with hello. Thirteen minutes to nine. It is personal mastery with a psychologist, life coach, and personal change catalyst, Dr. Tepiso Matenji. You can follow her on Twitter at tmatent and show her love. She's learned about DMs and threads, which is beautiful. <laughs> you see, as much as she gives us so much, but we have incredible expertise here, the likes of Tembani, who's been showing her how to do these things. Now, we're talking about failure and, more importantly, bouncing back from failure and how you do this realistically, and how you look at failure and dealing with your internal bully. Gosh, I think my bully is hardcore. Mm-hmm. I have a hell of an internal bully. Same. Sometimes I feel like he's way too big for me. I can't yeah. do anything about him. Yeah. How do, how do we deal with these, this, this guy? I call him a guy because I'm yeah. a guy. Yeah. Mm. I'm glad it's not um, your mom 
or somebody, a, a woman figure, because of who knows. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the internal bully is a big is a big deal, and for a lot of people, that voice in your head is so loud that mm. we actually encourage you to go and speak to a professional mm. because you actually have to understand and befriend this person and understand where do you get this data, Yahori? When you must continue repeating the things that I have done that I mistake mm. that I'm not so proud of. Mm. Where do you get this ammunition? And who's the original Magoya bully in your head? Mm. For me, it was a particular uncle who did something that at the moment he was not necessarily bullying me, but he became the archetype of who my internal bully became. So it is important for you to understand who the original bully is and actually confront them in your head. Other people, they will write letters, they will write, they will do a a voice note, is that it? You make Mm. a recording Mm. of it or, Mm. you know, or you go and speak to this person that, you know, mama, when I was seven years old and you said Mm. this and this to me after I got my grade one results, I felt so bad that from now on, whenever I'm doing something wrong, I remember that day. And you will find that when you're confronting your internal bully, there's memories that go with it. All your senses go with it. You find that you remember a particular taste, yeah. a particular yeah. color, the temperature, the time of the day, everything. So yeah. that's why you need to go for therapy so that you're actually able to unpack what's happening with your internal bully. Sure. All right, we're going yes. straight to the lines. We'll go to Tato in Johannesburg. Tato, good morning. Dr. Matenchi is here. Good morning, Maranto. How are you? I'm good. very well, Tato. I'm good, thank you. I just wanted to share my experience that I went through. Mm. So in 2014, I actually failed with trick, like dismally. And um, failed, results came out 6th January. Uh, two weeks later, my mom passed away. So it was just the worst experience ever. Mm. But I told myself, you know what, I'm not going to give up. I'm like, I'm going to rewrite. So that year, I rewrote and I failed again. Mm. And I was like, wow, okay, clearly something is wrong with you. Or you're dumb or something, like, you know, your internal bully, like, it just took over. Mm. And then my sister encouraged me, like, no, you can do it, just try again. I tried again, and then that year, finally, I passed. And I was so happy, I was like, wow, I can do it. And in 2018, I actually graduated. Hmm. And right now, I am studying, I'm in my third year for another course. And I've never been so happy. And right now, I'm actually acing my studies, I'm getting distinctions, I'm passing well, and I just want to encourage everyone out there that, you know what, don't give up, you're going to be able to do it, you're going to get mm. where you're going to get there. It's, it's a journey, it's not a race, I mean, it takes time, and not everyone is going to get through school the same way, it mm. doesn't take four years, as everyone assumes, and it's just, it takes time, don't give up on yourself, you can do it. So right now, I'm graduating next year, Congratulations. getting my second bell, thank you. And I never thought it would be possible, but mm. it is. Yeah, well done. I have to get your thoughts on this one, Doc, because she mentioned a couple of critical things, uh, going, going at it again, trying again. Yes. Um, and also, more importantly, looking back on, on her journey. Yeah. Yeah, what, what's your take on her story? You know that w- what she said about looking back and actually speaking to your sister, it is important that you reach out to your support network mm. because they can give you a perspective about how you can do better. But also when you reflect on your own to think about where, how did I get here? Mm. It is important for you to understand that in order for you to overcome this point, this moment of failure, you're going to have to learn on what it is that contributed to me failing in the first place. And you might find that perhaps you, the, the strategies that you were using, the practical steps that you had were not so realistic. Perhaps you 
you, you your environment you aimed too high way out of your own zone of proximal learning you find that you you, you actually choked yourself up because you you didn't you didn't do the enough preparation mm. for you to be able to get the ladder to reach to where you want to go mm. but also maybe the will and the mindset was not in the right frame of mind you were thinking about things that you shouldn't be thinking you're prioritizing people you shouldn't have been prioritizing you were also getting distracted by other things that are not so important so you need to investigate your will and your attitude as well and then the resources that you require and by the way some of those resources could be the environment the people you surround yourself mm. with when you try and reflect on those you find that oh okay i made a mistake here and here now i can correct and when i go for the second or third time i end up doing better and i succeed hmm. we'll go to kolani in germiston good morning kolani uh, good morning how are you i'm very well and you sir i'm all right sir. yeah uh, thanks for being I a part of our conversation yes um what happened i actually failed grade 10 in 2001 and i have to say that failing a grade was the best thing that has ever happened in my life mm-hmm. because only then I actually realized my potential. It yeah. unlocked so many possibilities in me, things that I wouldn't have actually found out had it been I was just continuing to my normal life. Mm. So failing for me was the greatest thing that has actually ever happened to me. Today, I hold a private pilot license, and I'm actually finishing off my degree as well. Uh, it's things that I would never actually have thought of doing in my life. And, you know, it actually helped my mother as well, because after failing a grade, she became my tutor um, at home. So she helped me a lot. And while helping me, she actually realized how much drive, potential and care that she has as well. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. So it actually worked better for me and my mom. So mm-hmm. to all the matriculants that actually failed, it's not the end of the day. It may be a step back to actually realize your true potential and power. Yep. Thank mm-hmm. you. That's Thank a beautiful you. call. And I yes. think one, one question I do have for you, Kolani, before you go is the how. So, yes, you, you give us a blanket picture of where yeah. it went wrong and then and how, but how it was a positive in a way. But, you know, overcoming that failure and bouncing back for me is so important. What was the key thing for you? You know, um, what actually happened, my mother had to sit down with me. And, you know, she actually tried to find out because, um, you know, I was in a small child or a dumb child. I was just too playful, you know. Mm. I was at a time in, you know, in, in high school. I was getting too famous. I was a sportsman, and then, you know, that, all of that got into my head. Mm. So I actually uh, forgot about uh, studying because, you know, I just thought that I was just a super cool guy. Uh, but then, after failing, my mom had to sit down with me and out that I was actually playful. You know? mm. and, uh, yeah, and I'm uh, glad you were able to put a finger yeah. on it because yeah. half the time uh, yeah. when we talk about these things, we don't get into perspici- uh, into the specifics of it all. Kalani, thanks for that story. I appreciate it. Doctor, I find that sometimes we only think about coping with failure when it comes into our lives. Yes. But um, I, I, I feel like we should learn how to sort of develop or enforce or reinforce positive attitudes for when failure does come, even when it's not there at the moment. Yes. Is that possible to to self-develop in that way. Just yeah. try to prepare yourself because it's life. And somewhere down the line, you're probably going to fail at something. Yes, it is. And it's actually an important life skill. It's called leaving a room for disappointment and coming up with strategies on how you will deal with the disappointment mm. should it arise. Some of us, we only focus on our goal and we do not come up with plan B, plan C, plan D in case what we originally planned as plan A does not come to fruition. As a result, when we do not achieve that goal, we become devastated because we didn't have plan B or plan C. So it becomes important when you are trying to achieve 
achieve the goals that you want to understand that if I should somehow fall flat, if I do not reach the sky, mm. uh, is it the sky or the stars that I should land by the clouds? Mm. Right. So nobody says you must not aim high, aim high, but also understand. And especially with parents, when you're talking with our metrics this year and when you're approaching your next, your, your, your supplementary exams or the June exams coming for those who are rewriting, understand that you actually have to be able to recognize what it will take for you to achieve that mastery, mm. to achieve that goal. And if you shouldn't, what could sabotage it? But if you shouldn't, how will you cope with it? So those conversations with your child about what happens if you fail, Nana? What happens if you do not get the A that you wanted, but mm. you get the B? What is your first option for university? What is your second option? There's a reason why we talk about second option and third options and why we don't just apply to one institution. Mm. We need alternatives mm. so mm. that you understand that the path to, to, to Nirvana doesn't come in one way. There's yes. multiple ways to skin a cat. Absolutely. Uh, one of the things that stood out, um, and I suppose that's from Kolani in this case, um, is in a way the positives that can come from failure because he talks about it as the best thing that could have happened to him. Yes. Is there an upside to it? Is there a positive to this thing we call failure? Absolutely. There is always an upside um, to failure. Here's where the, the middle line is, the crossing line is. When you recognize it does not define the worst of you, it is actually an opportunity for you to learn about what you're capable of, what your potential is, what you can do. When you see it as an opportunity for you to reinvent yourself, to correct yourself. Now, that has to do with a lot of introspection. That has to do with a lot of critical introspection, having to face a couple of truths about yourself you're not mm. so proud of, being able to listen and then say, I'm willing to learn to do things differently. When you are refusing, you're stubborn, and you're thinking, ah, it's not my fault. I must just go and remark. There's, there's racism. There is something against me. You're actually saying the locus of power to control my outcome is outside. It's not internal. So when you want to bounce back and actually see the highlight or the growth area from a failure, you actually recognize I have the power. The locus of control and power is within me. I have the agency to correct it. Let me find out where I need to correct it and how. What are the strategies I need to do to be able to do it better next mm. time? That's so tough, though, to literally put the mirror to yourself and tell yourself the truth. It's one of the hardest things, but really? it's and not it's very impossible. painful, by the yeah. way, right? Yeah. Especially yeah. when things aren't going well. And I think, I suppose, one of the other things is how we can contribute to our own failure in a way where yeah. we are at times our own worst enemy. Yes. Um, and I think it's important to acknowledge when you are yourself are that too. Yes. Recognize also that you are not alone and that's the last thing that I want to share. That you are not the very first person in history to fail. Not even in your family, not even on your street, not even in yeah. your neighborhood, not even with people with your surname. So look out for other people who've gone through failure and have turned it around. Mm. It is okay for you to look at role models. Go and associate with people who are not even proud or they are not shy to say, Nasa like a failure metric. NASA like I repeat the first year at university because of their saying, I'm not proud that I failed, but I'm proud of the fact that I learned a lot from it. Mm. And I can actually teach you about how I turned it around. Some of us, we hide it, we sweep it under the carpet and that shame is actually denying the, the opportunity to grow from it. Yeah, mm. When you own it, no one can use it against you. Yeah, absolutely. Not even yourself. Not even yourself. Mm. Not even the bully inside of mm. you. So, yeah, I know I failed, but born. Look at what I've achieved yeah. since then. Yeah. Mm. Sure. Oh, doctor, always so captivating and always so progressive and productive our mm. sessions thank you so much for joining us and uh, we love it when you are in the studio not when you are <laughs> half the world away in whichever part of wherever thank wherever you. however <laughs> thank you I for have the learned. free therapy session <laughs> I have learned from my failure <laughs> <laughs> I and am, look yeah. where you are now <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Tsepiso Matenji live on the Morning Flavor another installment of Personal Mastery we hope that you will grab something from it 
while you're making your coffee this morning. She, you can find her on social media. Find her on Twitter, at Team Attent. And uh, she's learned all about DMs. So, yes, uh, get those DMs flowing in there <laughs> if you want to engage her beyond this. We are done. Thank you very much for tuning into the Morning Flavor once yeah, again. Yeah, it was awesome. Don't let the bully in you uh, tell you not to tune in tomorrow morning. Exactly. Let's <laughs> defy the bully. Mm. <laughs> right. Uh, coming up next, we have The Bridge from 9 to 12. And uh, the team is here. Hupedi's on standby yeah. with the news at 9. Good morning. Good day. And, and good, good vibes. vibes.